Today's episode of Retail Is podcast is brought to you by Valpac. Valpac is the nation's premier direct mailer and it's sent uh, to thousands, tens of thousands of local and national businesses to drive sales and brand awareness through different uh, easy to measure, results orientated uh, advertising solutions that work. So locally, you can contact Melissa Rogers and Melissa underscore Rogers at valpac.com and that's V-A-L-P-A-K. Or you can call her 757-287-2227. And today, we are very excited to welcome Jovan, who is the founder and creator of Good Mood Treats. So welcome. Thank you so much, Kylie. I appreciate it. And I've also got here today, Abby, my co-host. <laughs> Abby. <laughs> Thank you for being on the show. Thank you for having me. Awesome. So to get started, will you just tell us a little bit about what your business is and maybe how it got started? Yeah. So um, my business, we are an online bakery and we're transitioning into a physical space. Um, we specialize in cookies and brownies, um, but our main goal is to promote mental health awareness through our treats. Um, so our slogan is eat your feelings and we want people to express themselves over a delicious cookie and know that they're not alone in this journey. And so how did, how did the two marry up to start with? That's unusual for me. I mean, I, I, I do eat my feelings, I know that. Um, <laughs> but how did that come to be as a business? So um, when I was 17 years old, I was diagnosed with depression and anxiety. Um, I was transitioning to go to college and I really wanted to find an activity that I could do that, you know, I could navigate through all these feelings I was feeling at a young age. And my grandmother actually taught me how to bake. And I learned through therapy that baking is a mindfulness activity. And I didn't know why it made me feel calm to create these things, but it made me feel good. And so um, I always tell people Good Mood Treats was a pandemic baby because um, I started sending out treats to my friends and family that were, you know, just living in uncertainty like we all were. So a lot of people were like, can you just start a business already? Like you've been baking for 10 <laughs> years, just, just do it. So um, one of my friends actually reached out to me and said the affirmation that I sent her in the box it really helped her get through COVID. And she said she hung it up on her, her wall and it just reminded her to just keep going. And that's what married these two things together. Yeah, that's really interesting. I mean, I know for myself, when I cook, it's the same type of thing. Um, and I don't know whether it's just getting out of my own head, focusing on something else, but it, exactly. it does do you know something mentally to me that does help. So Absolutely. really interesting. So the fact that you've actually had people come back to you and say, you know, that it does help is, is a big thing. So, Absolutely. yeah. So, so you said you opened during the pandemic. So yes. a year or two now? Yeah. So about a year or two, um, I started when I was living in Rochester, New York, and uh, we were all locked down and I was actually under the name Flower Child, which was an ode to my hometown, the Flower City and you know baking so <laughs> um so I transitioned it to good mood I felt like that was more aligned with my mentality my mindset and where I wanted the business to to go for the future mm -hmm. and was it so like a home-based business yes so it is okay so it's, and it still is it is still home-based um like I mentioned before we are 
transitioning to a physical space. Um, we're moving to Greer, South Carolina, and we can get into that. But yes, it is home-based as of right now. <laughs> and obviously there's things that go along with that in terms of food safety and so on. Absolutely. But you just said to hear that, I mean, you you said, was it Rochester, New York, was it? That yes. From? Okay, so have you sort of traveled a fair bit in in your life? Yes, I have lived so many places. Well, domestically, um, I move around a lot. Um, I have a son, he's six years old, and I am very big on family. So a big part of the move to South Carolina is to be closer to my parents and he can be closer to his father. Oh, nice. Okay. Yeah. All right. So that's happening very soon. I think it was in June you mentioned. Yeah, a couple more weeks. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so I suppose that's the advantage of having a home-based business is that you 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 can do that. But once you move to South Carolina, you said maybe opening up a physical space. Yes. Yes. Uh, we actually just signed a lease with a Cartwright Food Hall there in downtown Greer. Uh, we're right outside of Greenville. It's a new space. Um, it's a really cool concept. So it's like a food court, but a little bit more upscale. Uh, there's about seven or eight other vendors and people can come and order, sit at their table and we have food runners and you come and get your food. And it's just, I love that community concept. Mm -hmm. So it's gonna be a lot of fun to be able to be a part of that. Yeah, so it's not like prepackaged. You're talking about fresh cookies. Yes, really every good. day. Yeah. So can you tell us, this is might be dangerous because it's getting close to lunch and I'm already hungry, but could you tell us a little bit about what kind of treats you have and the different varieties? Oh yeah, for sure. Um, so our best seller is the sweet potato pie cookie. Um, so I think of everything, everything resorts back to mental health. So with my cookies, I say, you know, they're layered just like our moods, just like our personalities. We're layered, we're complex beings. So these cookies take simple ingredients like sweet potato pie, sweet potato, brown sugar, milk. You put that in a pie and I throw it into a cookie. And people just went nuts over it. They're like, this texture, this flavor is so amazing. Um, so I decided to adopt that for all of my cookies. So. I throw donuts into cookies. I throw strawberry crunch, real strawberries, coconut pies, anything that is another dessert. I like to combine them into a cookie. Wow. Well, I hope we get to taste test before you move. <laughs> <laughs> for sure. For sure. I just um, created a peach cobbler cookie. Oh, and my yeah, that's that is definitely going to be a hit. So that'll be on the new menu. But I got you. <laughs> so, do you have plans to maybe get your cookies into different retailers to sell that way or do you already do that? So no, I don't do that already. Um, I was approached by a couple of other places. Um, it just wasn't the right fit at the right time. Mm -hmm. I'm still a one woman band over right. here. So um, it's hard to get into other retailers. But now that I'm expanding, that is our hope to get into other stores, especially local stores. I'm very um, right. big on communities. So that's like our, our next step. <laughs> and have you been to farmer's markets and things like that? Oh yeah, for sure. Right. I love farmer's market, Buckrow mm -hmm. Beach. Um, I, I like to get the, the local honey. Um, I love using honey. And uh, a lot of my recipes, uh, they don't have a lot of sugar. 
Um, I don't like a lot of processed things. I like everything to be simple, organic. So using things like honey and agave and uh, sea moss gels to really go along with promoting that good mood boost. Because we all know you can't just load up your sugar and think you're going to be feeling good <laughs> for maybe a moment, but you know, long-term, I always think long-term. So that's why we infuse a few healthy things in there. Yeah. Along I think with that it goes back to what you're saying with mental health. Yeah. There is links to what you eat too and how it affects you. So yeah, definitely with definitely. the processed foods and avoiding that and trying to go with sort of more natural products, I think helps with your mission as exactly. well. Yeah, I like that. Gosh. So when you go down there, like, will you be manufacturing from within the store, like the storefront rather than doing it at home? Is that right? No, I actually will be renting out a commercial kitchen. So right now, um, the other vendors, they have a bigger space and they have kitchens within their space. I have like a little kiosk um, since I'm transitioning from home-based to physical store. So I do have a contract with a commercial kitchen where I'll be renting out and baking there. So no more home-based cookies. <laughs> I'm sure just, you know, to have your own, you might do a few. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You need to teach your son how to do it. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, he loves taste testing. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. I can imagine. <laughs> so I am um, getting back to being a home-based business for a second. In terms of knowing even how to set up your business and getting the right tools and education where does someone start so I would say I'm a big YouTube University like alumna <laughs> and I, I always start with a lot of research uh, whenever I go into anything I make sure that I know the ins and outs so use your resources use the people in your community use your family your friends Somebody always knows somebody that knows somebody. Mm -hmm. So I'm a big advocate of just getting out there and, you know, accessing those tools. Um, Retail Alliance was a really, really big help. Shout out to Retail Alliance. <laughs> that was <laughs> I not love, <laughs> love, love, love. Exactly. But I'm serious. It, it came at such the right time. I was doing a bunch of pop-ups and I met a Retail Alliance member and she said, you know, I'm going to put you in touch with Beth Cook. And I'm like, okay, we'll see. And two weeks later, I was in touch with Beth. Um, I just graduated from the crops course, which uh, teaches you um, how to operate a retail space. So don't be afraid to take those classes and always be a student, always be willing to learn. Yeah. Well, especially it was perfect timing for you, um, you know, transitioning to a, to a storefront to yeah. get that before you move exactly yeah I mean and that's all online too so you could uh, you know continue I mean especially all, and all that research all the YouTube everything you know now it's just it's so easy to access yeah, yeah exactly oh gosh so I'm interested like you said um you're going down there and you're expanding but you're living in Virginia right now yes how does that work when you're trying to set up in a different state when there's obviously like different rules and regulations and laws and you're also trying to expand, maybe getting a few people to work with you? How, how are you doing all of this? I know I ask myself this question every day. <laughs> um, so 
it, like I said, it's, it's just me, but um, my father is a really big help. My father and mother, they live in Greer, South Carolina, which is right there. So um, they've been a big help. My dad, um, he has over 30 years experience working um, in his own business. He's owned a nonprofit. He's a financial advisor, real estate developer. So he has kind of trained me up knowing business. So um, it, it's not, it's difficult, but is if you have everything organized and you know how to multitask, it can be a smooth transition. So I make sure that I'm very communicative with the team in Greer. Like I'm constantly sending them emails. I am always making sure that they know that just because I'm here in Virginia doesn't mean that my my mindset isn't in Greer. Mm. So marrying those things together, it's difficult, it's challenging, but it is possible. And like I said, I have a six-year-old, um, you know, I'm running a business and I'm moving. I have to focus on all my personal things as well. But it him and yes. Yeah. It's, it takes a village. So it's, mm-hmm. I, I credit myself a lot, but I have to credit the team and the people of my family around me. That's what really helps. Yeah. I think that's for any small business owner. Is yeah. this, it, it, you can't do it alone. <laughs> no. Use the resources and, the, and any assistance that is provided to you. Yes. Gosh. So going back then, um, when you started and you made this into a business, can you name, like, just to help anyone else, like, did you have any hurdles that you had to overcome that, you know, that you worked out how to do it? Maybe an example of something like that. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, so just with the, the recipes, like, everybody in my family, like, loves my cookies, but just making it so that, you know, other people, like, making it a business is, like, a whole nother venture, so I definitely struggled with making sure that I wasn't overloading myself with a bunch of menu items. I see a lot of people starting businesses, starting you know Instagram restaurants, and it's great, but you can't do everything. And I learned to keep it super simple. And that's why I focus on cookies and brownies. I used to do cupcakes. I used to do you know popsicles and cheesecakes and so many other items, but the fun part about the cookies is that I can still make those things and just throw it in a cookie. <laughs> so right. I learned to kind of <laughs> simplify everything. That was that was the hardest part. Yeah. I mean, when you have big dreams, it's it's hard to sort of, you know, yeah. down a little bit sometimes. Exactly. But, you know, it's, I think when you, yeah, you're starting off, even just bring it back down and then expand is yeah I think that takes a lot of like discipline to to kind of like narrow it down and realize that you are just one person and I think that could be why some people aren't successful because they try to do too much at once so I think that's very valuable that you've kind of acknowledged that and now you are have been successful and now you're going to move on and could possibly do more cakes and cheesecakes and cupcakes and send to us Exactly. <laughs> but also the fact that you've gone you've chosen to go into more of a kiosk style which yeah. you know it's a small space so you really you are doing it the right way and testing things out and exactly you know, smaller sort of and growing from there but that's a good point abby what's happening to your current customers 
<laughs> oh my goodness, my current customer. I love, I love my customers. Um, I just had someone come uh, and pick up some goodies and she just sat in her car and she just like looked at me. She said, so you're still leaving? <laughs> yes, they're very sad. But the after they say, are you still leaving? They say, are you going to ship? And I said, yes, we do ship. Okay. So that's been, you know, their saving grace, if you will. It's like, she's going to still be able to ship. Um, I have like a loyalty program that I am developing along with subscription boxes so mm -hmm. that those, you know, customers that love everything that I create, they can get different variety of cookies sent to them every month. Hint, hint, Abby. <laughs> Me and Kylie have such big sweet tooths. We're always like, I swear two o'clock hits and we're like, hmm, we want some chocolate. <laughs> yes, I will definitely. It's, it's such a bad habit. So if we can find something that's a little better for us, that would be great. <laughs> exactly, I got you. <laughs> I believe you said that, Abby. <laughs> Not to throw us under the bus or anything, but we're being authentic. <laughs> exactly, that's what it's about. <laughs> Oh gosh. Yeah. So, I mean, that's great that you can ship and stuff like that. I mean, does it keep the freshness or are you having to like freeze things? So what I do as far as shipping was something that I definitely had to learn um, the best way to ship. So with cookies, um, since they're such simple organic ingredients, they, they do tend to only last about five days. So that shipping period is very short. So freezing it beforehand prolongs that. So um, I freeze everything overnight and then I ship it. And on my website, we ship through UPS. So it has to be two-day shipping. Mm -hmm. Okay. But you freeze it beforehand. So by the time you get it, it's not, it's not in a freezer pack or anything. It'll be no. defrosted by the time they get it. Exactly. It'll hopefully last another extra day or two. Oh, yes. I've heard that they've... Some people, I, I wouldn't advise this, but some people eat these cookies after two weeks. And <laughs> hey, if that's you, go for it. And but, it's still alive. <laughs> yeah, it's still alive. If it's, if it's no mold, if it's not hard and gross, then I guess go for it. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Gosh, so I mean, what is your long-term dream? My long-term dream for Good Mood Treats is to really expand into the mental wellness um, spaces a little bit more. Like I said, that's my true passion. I love to bake. I love to create these goodies, but I really want to help uh, people that also have, you know, had to navigate through, you know, these mental experiences, as I call it, because it's not an illness. It's an experience that a lot of us go through. So creating more programs, more opportunity for other upcoming bakers that want to use this mindfulness activity to open their own bakery so that's that's my dream is to use this as a platform to help other people yeah and i'm sure that there is other you know whether it's different groups or bakers or people that you could you know connect with i think that yeah. there's a really good message in i that. was thinking of we just had our last podcast with crunchy hydration and that is their whole deal have you ever heard of them no they're um, a sparkling water brand, I would guess you would call it, but they're so okay. focused on wellness and mindfulness and each of their flavored drinks represent a different chakra and how to channel that. And they're just so amazing. So I really think you guys could be a cool little combination. Oh, yes, absolutely. Like I, I have my crystals. I, I mm -hmm. love 
all of that. So I definitely look at you guys in. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, no worries. Okay, well, I think we're getting sort of close to time. I think, Abby, was there anything else that we wanted to ask? I think we got to all of our questions, but Jovan, is there anything you wanted to like say to the general public, to consumers or business owners, anyone, any last piece of advice? Oh yeah, so I just wanna say that um, I want people to really focus on, you know, being self-aware, being accountable and healing. I think that our world really needs that right now. And I'm always gonna use this platform to share that and make sure people know that I am a mental health ambassador as well. So that whoever wants to reach out and just talk about things, I'm here. Um, I wanna say thank you to Retail Alliance for helping me through navigate through all of this these business ventures. And thank you to Abby and Kylie. You guys are amazing. I had fun and I just appreciate having this platform to share you know, good mood treats. Yeah, no, it's been a pleasure to have you on the show. Thank you. Thank you. Yes, thank you so much. So you've been listening to the Retailers Podcast. If you've enjoyed what you've heard, you can find more at retailalliance.com slash retail dash is dash podcast or search YouTube for Retail Alliance. I'm Abby Shayano. And I'm Carly Ross-Seibig. Thanks for listening. <laughs>